Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's 6 o'clock on Dukes and Bell, the number one sports talk show in Atlanta for your ride home. Oh, snap. No, they didn't. A boneless rib sandwich. Brought to you by Finley Roofing. We've got you covered. Atlanta's most trusted and recommended roofer. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. We are Dukes and Bell into the final hour of the program. As we said, kind of a foggy, bleh, kind of a day here in the A. So be careful out there because, you know, people are going to go pow, 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 and no one's going to see what's going on. You got one of those accordion wrecks. I saw one today on the connector coming to work today. And, uh, you know, it's, just like, it's like six cars. And, you know, and everybody's out there, and that's just that's the worst part of your day, man. All of a sudden, you know, can you wait for the cops, get your insurance and all that. But it was like a six-car wreck oh, on, the left, on the left side, which is the worst because then everyone's got to slide over right by the Grady Curve. Man. This town, it's like an hour from itself. It's true. It Atlanta, really is. Atlanta is 60 minutes from Atlanta. Well, there was some other accident today, I think, uh, maybe before you got to connect. I don't know where, and I just saw it, like, as I was getting ready to leave on the news, and it was like, yeah, roads have been closed for, like, three or four hours. And that's the other part. When you hear, like, you know, your route into wherever you're going has been closed, it's right. like, uh So be careful out there, man. Um, Tyler Sullivan is on the way. If you're just joining us, uh, the Falcons continue to interview candidates, and there's just a lot of movement, guys. Tomorrow... Mike and I be, could be coming on here and telling you, hey, ah. Har- Harbaugh is not only talking, but maybe there's some movement there. We we just don't know. That's why we're watching and paying attention to this as closely and giving you all the updates every day, every hour. I told you guys when this whole thing yeah. started, be here every stinking day. Because as Andy Randy tells you, when news breaks, it's on our show <laughs> historically. <laughs> Kind of the way things roll. <laughs> so, I didn't know where you were going. <laughs> so the, the deal, and the latest was earlier today, uh, Josh Kendall, who also joined the show, you can use the Odyssey app. You can rewind to like 220. But he he had it that Harbaugh was coming, and then he wasn't. So the latest from Pro Football Talk is Harbaugh is still in L.A., but now the report is Harbaugh will be here tomorrow yeah. for another In the Face. In your face! In the face! <laughs> interview. <laughs> oh, is this in 3D? No, but your face is. So that's going to be here. And then, you know, again, I get it. Uh, you could argue this is the time-honored tradition of any coach or anything where you're using leverage. Chargers, maybe you're trying to put heat on the charge. I can go talk to Atlanta. Yep. And I just wish that this wasn't that and that we actually do make the full-court press on Harbaugh. Arthur Blank says, look, we're, we're now, by the way, Rooney Rule compliant. We've had our two minority interviews uh, in person, so we can hire anyone. If you guys think it's Belichick, we could have hired Belichick six hours ago, Carl. But they haven't. But they haven't. And I think there's a reason as we've talked about, but I also think that until all of these conversations are done, um, like, for example, you know, Vrabel going to talk with Arthur Blank today, but then he's going to go talk to Carolina tonight to meet with Panthers uh, or head to Carolina tonight to meet with the Panthers. These back-to-back things, you know, these Mm -hmm. interviews, you you just don't know. And and who knows who impresses who or who says what. Uh, There is a lot of respect for the veteran guys, Mike, in this pool of coaches where – Mike Vrabel may not want this job. I don't know. He may not want the Carolina job. But out of respect, he's meeting with these owners to say, hey, 
you know what, let me tell you what my ideas might be and, and if we mesh, great. But I don't know where he's the favorite. He's one of those interesting guys because we can talk about Harbaugh to the Chargers and whether that's going to happen or not. Everybody has us with Belichick, and I said, he just put him over there. He's in the corner right. sitting and waiting. But, like, Vrabel, who's he been connected to? Nobody. Not really. I Nobody. Mean, and so, and Vrabel, I don't know. I mean, I do, could, could, is there a world where Vrabel sits one out? Uh, Arthur Smith has been linked to a number of teams. No one's actually put those teams' names in writing, but Arthur Smith has been linked to a number of teams as an OC. But Vrabel, no, Vrabel wouldn't get hired and bring Arthur Smith, guys. That's not, that would be, tell you what, that would be a crazy chapter in NFL history if that was the case, but I wouldn't count. <laughs> Although with the Falcons, who knows? But yeah, I, I do know that Harbaugh is still in play. And if you feel there's no shot, I, I think that, yeah, it, 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 sure, it looks like he's just coming to, 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 to rub this in the Spanos family's face and they'll up, have to up their offer. Maybe he comes in here and we can make a legitimate play. Maybe Belichick, maybe Art, you know, maybe Arthur Blank. After all the time we spent yesterday talking about Rich McKay, what he does, what he doesn't do, maybe Arthur Blank begins to realize, wow, five other jobs in the league, nobody's called Bill Belichick. So maybe, and, and, and on the other side of this is, meanwhile, is Belichick stewing, and now Rich McKay's days will be numbered because <laughs> nobody puts Belichick in a corner, you know. <laughs> Because now he's he's twisted in the wind, Belichick. Yeah. He kind of looks for the for the greatest coach of all time. He kind of looks like you know small potatoes right now. Well, this is the interesting thing. Immediately at the point where you could have hired him, right? And I'm saying through the process, right? You would have done it. You can tell me all you want, and I said this to Mike, and we were kind of going back and forth and arguing about it. But I said, Mister Blank could do whatever the hell he wants. If he wants to hire him now, he can hire him. Like, right. these owners do whatever they want. But now with that Rooney rule we just talked about, he is ready to roll. So, so you know, again, that that is the thing that is kind of interesting and perplexing. And, and Mike, by the way, I do think there's something to be said with these teams. What are there? One, two, three. Washington. Right. Us, Chargers, Carolina. Titans got their guy, Seattle. With all of these teams that are left, is it because they understand or their front offices understand mm-hmm. that taking on Belichick also means taking on all of this other stuff that we've been talking I think, about? I think I, I know that some of our fans have a hard time getting with it because they're, they're thinking of Belichick, Super Bowl Belichick. And I know it was just five years ago, but it's just it's the brand is taking hits. And the assistant coach is like, okay, coach, what would your staff look like? Um, McDaniels, Patricia. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Patricia, you know, his brand is, <laughs> you know. Absolute flame out if with he, the. If he had the audacity to drop that name, you don't know. But here's the thing: but the level of hubris with Belichick, I yeah, don't know. You're right. You know what what they're saying up in in Beantown is. I mean, it's not it's not like he's going to go in, off in the weeds. Well, he maybe pulls some of Saban's guys. I don't know. What does that staff look like? And then, of course, the great debate is: what's the strategy for the quarterback? Do you feel that no Belichick and every analyst we've spoken with agrees Belichick is not going to take the time to develop a rookie quarterback? He's going to try to make a play. I would imagine for an established free agent, number one, Kirk Cousins. Then on, on a lower scale, you get to Russell Wilson in a trade. Other options, I suppose. Right? I, oh, time is time is not on his side. Right. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I don't wish that on anybody. Like I, I'm just saying. <clears throat> He's a great defensive coach, but offensively, that's but, not but, his thing. But 72, Mike, that's that's the thing. You know, we can talk right. about you can be great mentally for a very long time, and you can be, you know, uh, cognizant of everything that's going on. But but the energy to do the things. Who was it we, we heard Mike say that he used to be able – oh, it was Pete Carroll. And Pete Carroll – maybe it was Pete Carroll. And he was talking about, you know, I used to be able to get to the building and I'd be there at 5 in the morning and I could do that. And, and then I could sleep. Oh, for, that was Saban. That was Saban. Oh, that's that. yeah. right. It was. And Saban said I could sleep for two hours and get back up the next day and be up at five. Can't do it anymore. He's seventy. Yeah. 
I mean, like for all the things that we've heard about Belichick, that th- he was the same guy in the building at four thirty before everybody else worked all day, got two hours of sleep, was right back at it. And my point is, just the times they, yeah, he wants to do this quickly wherever he ends up. It's Dukes and Bell with Sports Radio ninety two nine The Game, but he's not ended up here yet. And with all these interviews scheduled, you just have to believe, Mike. If you talk to enough people, somebody is going to grab your attention. And I just think that uh, we're going to talk to Slowick. He's coming back, right? That's a sec- is that the second conversation? It one is was virtual. Tomorrow. Right? One was on the phone. Or, T- tomorrow or he's having his second interview. Right. So I think that uh, a guy, if you look at a lot of folks say, man, we blew it with Matt LaFleur. You know, Matt was just, he was a quarterback's coach. They weren't prepared. Dan Quinn was not, like, that was Dan's move. Dan was not comfortable with him segueing right into OC, even though he had a better grasp of Shanahan's offense and certainly Sarkeesian. We blew it in 17 when you needed, you needed LaFleur. I, I'm convinced if LaFleur ran that offense, and the way that defense played, the way we shut down the Rams on we the road, back. we get shut back. down the Eagles, we get back. Yep. And the Vikings had been the same, I think, if it had played out that way. I just I get frustrated with guys who say, well, because you're, you're locked into what Arthur Smith was. Arthur Smith was another one of these assistants. Again, Moore took it to the playoffs. Smitty took it to the playoffs to the, to the NFC. You know, we've had we've had decent like the only guy that was a the only coach that Arthur Blank hired that had been a head coach in college was Petrino. We know how that played out. Yeah. But I just think well, that's you know, a hard jump, by the right. way, for college coaches. Yeah, and We've it was seen also, it. Like, and, and, look, and I, I'm I'm never going to play devil's advocate for Petrino, evil can evil. But he thought he had Mike Vick at quarterback, and all of a sudden his job wasn't so rosy. That none of that panned out. Mike was in the Huskow. But I just feel don't be prejudiced against Slowick or Ben Johnson because Arthur Smith flamed out. Arthur didn't have a quarterback. These guys are either going to have a quarterback because we have cap space and we're going to go do it, or we're going to go draft one and then we get it right. I want to judge every guy for their own right. merit. The Slowick thing, as I put out on social media today, just telling you, that, that's an interesting candidate, even though I would prefer, this is me, a little bit more season. I, right. would, I, I, I would love to have three years like Ben Johnson of running that offense, Mike, and saying, oh, wow, okay, he's been consistent. Right. And look how the quarterback has gotten better. I just that's, that's my issue, but it doesn't mean that they don't necessarily like him uh, a lot. 404-726-0929. Uh, we mentioned coming up we are going to talk about uh, all the games coming up this weekend, should I say the two games, AFC, right. NFC Championship games. We had a great conversation with Tyler Sullivan as well. Mike, you want to talk about what? Yeah, man. Uh, the ACC just dropped their schedule for 2024, and it is uh, pretty interesting. I'm looking at Georgia Tech's right now. Uh, Notre Dame at Mercedes-Benz, Carl, October 19th. That's going to be a big one. Obviously, a lot of uh, Irish fans will be coming down. Uh, Georgia Tech starting the season in Dublin against Florida State. Uh, they got Georgia State on the schedule as well, which is kind of cool. You got uh, Duke at home, Miami at home, uh, Notre Dame, as I mentioned, the Benz, and, of course, Georgia out there in Athens. But you can go to Georgia Tech's website and take a look at all of the uh, different ACC schedules as well. How much better is Brent Key's team going to be? I like what he did. Well, you know, some guys feel that DJ Uyungle is not everything that some Knowles fans feel he's cracked up to be. Uh, It'll be Haynes King with a second year under, you know, with a year under his belt, second year as starter for Tech. They're a huge underdog, which is crazy to set numbers now. But yeah, man, Carl, believe me. Florida State's got some work to do. They can certainly hang with FSU this year on a neutral site over in Ireland. That weekend's going to be bananas. That's week zero, by the way. Yeah, I'm just, as a whole, it's, oh, why am I doing that? I, it's asking me. I just <laughs> I just clicked the, the, the entire schedule where they have the teams right. and the week-to-week. But I just, yeah, I, I think Brent Key, we talked about, you know, the, the incremental jumps, man, and the improvement. Um, to go over there and win week, week zero, Mike, would be huge. Right. Uh, and now I'm looking at this full schedule. Whew. But I think, you know, the goal has to be eight or more wins now. Right. I think it's got to be eight or more. People expect it. Tech, 
Florida State, uh, Syracuse, uh, VMI, I mentioned Georgia State, mm. Louisville, Duke, UNC, the Irish, Virginia Tech, the U. They got a bunch of, again, with the expanded schedule, open weeks. And then NC State before they play Georgia. Ooh, that's a, that's a little nasty. That's a tough place. You don't want to do that. I mean, yeah. that's just a tough place to play. You're right. Right. Yeah. I, Carter uh, Finley, I've been there, man. It's yeah, they, they get after it up there, man. And the other stories today, we covered all the NFL moves. Vic Fangio stepping down as the DC for the uh, for the Dolphins, and Joe Barry. Remember how the Steeler fans were getting after Matt Canada? Remember yeah, all that? Yeah. Well, Joe Barry was kind of the same thing on the defensive side for Packers fans, and they finally uh, moved away from him. So he is out. My, uh, Matt Lafleur cutting ties with the DC that was uh, controversial up there in, in Green Bay. Some of these teams I'm looking at for college football, Mike, with with expansion, you got three open weeks, right? In some cases, four, right, or three at least. Well, two for sure, but in many cases, three um, before as the season plays out. And I'm only saying that because these expansions, right. Big Ten is going to be the same way. Right. When we see the Big Ten schedule, just because of the nature of the teams, 18 teams, you're going to have right. probably three weeks where you may or may not be playing depending on how the schedule plays out. So it'll be nine days. I guess they play NC State on a Thursday. Thanks to Jimmy who just hit me up on the text line. Uh, so they have a nine days between NC State and Georgia to end up the regular season. Yeah. That stretch of North Carolina, Notre Dame, well, Duke's got a new coach too. Uh, right. Virginia Tech, that, that in between those bye weeks there right. for Georgia Tech, that's going to be tough. But, yeah, interesting schedule. And I'm curious to see what, uh, you know, what, what, again, what, when the Big Ten puts out their schedule, what that's going to look like for those teams coming. It is kind of weird looking at FSU's schedule and seeing SMU and it's a conference game in it's the weird. ACC. But, it's yeah, weird. Florida State's going to uh, Fort Worth uh, early in the season. I don't know if that helps, as I've said all along. I don't know how much this helps. SMU joining and Stanford, right. I just don't know how much that helps the conference. But I get it. They're trying right. to maintain viability and get ahead of this game. But the schools you've invited to come, I just don't know how much cachet they bring. And, of course, the Dogs and Clemson in the kickoff game. Labor Day weekend. Yeah, huge. All right, guys. What's going to happen this weekend in the AFC, NFC Championship games? We talked about it with our buddy Tyler Sullivan from CBS Sports. We also asked him about the possibility of the Falcons trading for Justin Fields. And is Fields considered to be a franchise quarterback? Stay there. You'll hear it all next on Sports Radio 92.9 again. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. important story of the day. Brought to you by MaximumCashHomeBuyers.com. Fair cash offers for as-is homes. Don't waste your time with repairs. Call 678-902-2000. Stukes and Bell Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. We're getting ready for the AFC-NFC Championship Games. And nobody better to talk to. Then Tyler Sullivan. Love his work, CBS Sports. And Tyler, as uh, we're sitting here, I know you're probably taking in maybe these pressers as well. Brock Purdy speaking to the media today. I already saw Jared Goff talking uh, about, you know, going back out to California. I want to start with this game because the pressure is on the 49ers. And after they played so poorly, specifically Brock Purdy, do you expect him to bounce back? Well, if you check the weather forecast, it doesn't look like it's going to be rainy in <laughs> on Sunday. So he might be able to get his hands around the ball. So hopefully, for his sake, that forecast remains to be clear. I think this is going to be a great game. You know, a lot of attention is being paid, obviously, to the quarterback matchup in the AFC. But I think this one is so fascinating because, like you were saying, all the pressure is on San Francisco here. And if all of a sudden they slip a little bit and Detroit is able to get the better of them and advance the Super Bowl. Well, all this Cinderella story about Brock Purdy is now going to start crashing down. We're going to have to start having some real questions about him going forward. Obviously last year had the injury, but this year now back-to-back bad performances. If we see some turnovers, that offseason narrative is going to get going. Right on. And uh, it doesn't get any easier if Debo Samuel's not out there, who really does seem to be the guy that everything kind of flows through. Yeah, totally true. And, He's not practicing today. At least that's what Kyle Shanahan said. He did also note that he feels better. So I guess we'll see how that goes throughout the week. But they're an entirely different offense when they have all of their guys going, obviously. You know, you have Debo Samuel, George Kittle, Brandon Ayuk, Christian McCaffrey. That's pretty good and Mm. second to none in the NFL. So you you take a piece like him out, obviously what Debo is able to do out of the backfield and the slot as a traditional receiver on the outside, it just completely changes how you move offensively, especially when you're going up against the team in the Detroit Lions who have been much better this year on against the run. So if all of a sudden, you know, Christian McCaffrey's kind of a game breaker, no matter what matchup proof, but if things are starting to really hurt themselves in the running game and you have to force Brock Purdy to pass, having Debo Samuel out there is massive. We're talking with our guy, Tyler Sullivan. CBS Sports covers the NFL. Um, As far as Kyle Shanahan, he's been so close. Like, how does he exercise, as Mike likes to say, those demons (laughs) if, uh, you know, he's not able to get over this hump? Because now what are we talking about, Tyler? Three of the last four years they've been in this game. Yeah, it just seems like they can't get over the hump. And, And you know what it is, too? A lot of it. The injury bug, it keeps biting them. I mean, we're just talking about Debo Samuel now. It feels like Kyle Shanahan can't get a healthy roster in an NFC championship game. You know, and again, there's there's other pieces to that puzzle as well. But obviously, you get so close last year, you feel like you're you're ready to roll. And all of a sudden, Brock Purdy blows out his whatever it was, his UCL, his elbow. And now this one, you have your top wide receiver and Debo Samuel is questionable for this game, it feels like. But to me, I don't believe that it's anything Kyle Shanahan is necessarily doing. I, I think that he is this one of these top head coaches in the NFL, and I think this is going to be a great matchup in terms of offense versus offense. And this matchup that the 49ers have, I know I just mentioned that the, the Detroit Lions have been great against the run. They're not good against the pass. So you know, as much as we're talking about the questions about Brock Purdy, I actually think he's going to have 
smooth sledding in this game when he's dropping back to throw the football. I think that George Kittle in particular is going to have a big game. The, the Lions haven't been great against tight ends this year. I think Kittle has a big game. I think he could be an X factor. Yeah, we're we're used to Shanahan guys as we're talking with Tyler Sullivan from CBS Sports covers the NFL. You know, he, he just seems like a master. You know, chess. You know, chess master and all the pieces on the board. He's going to find a way. If they don't win, it's going to be party, just like they didn't win the Super Bowl because Garoppolo couldn't deliver the ball mm-hmm. when he needed yeah. to. So moving yeah, on. I think that's, that's, that's totally true. Moving on to the AFC. I mean, we love Lamar. We've always been on Lamar Jackson's uh, you know, side. And uh, I just want to see this guy get to the next level. We love Todd Munkin. Is this the year they finally break through and this guy gets to the Super Bowl? Yeah, I think it is. And, you know, and I say that cautiously because it's tough to really just definitively count out Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs, obviously, because they are – he is the great eraser. They can have uh, – wide receivers dropping the football all over the field and somehow you look up and they're in it in the AFC championship game so it's just it doesn't matter it almost feels like it's very similar you go back to the Brady Belichick days they think that you know that team doesn't have it and they're in the AFC championship so you know every year this guy's a starter he's in the AFC championship but I do believe this is the year for Baltimore I have them winning this game and it's because as much as we want to talk about Lamar Jackson I love the dude I mean you know Geez, 100 yards rushing, two rushing touchdowns, two passing touchdowns last week. Just an absolutely stellar performance. I think the X factor in this game is going to be that defense that's been so good for Baltimore all year long. I think Roquan Smith is going to be a big factor in this game, stopping Isaiah Pacheco in the ground. And if you can stop the ground game, that rough and tough game, ground game that the Kansas City Chiefs have, and you force Patrick Mahomes to try to get it, to Travis Kelsey, who's going to be covered by Kyle Hamilton, the Ravens star safety. And then you're leaning on uh, Rasheed Rice and Mikael Hardman. We <laughs> saw what that happens last Whoops. week where you're fumbling out of the end zone. I-, I think that they could have some trouble there. Yeah, and, and you know what else, Tyler? I think the Ravens linebackers, listen, I know the 49ers may have the best linebacking core in the NFL, but they can run. And I don't think all that scrambling we've seen Patrick Mahomes get away with they can limit that. That's the other thing that I think going into this game. What do you think? Yeah, I think that's that's a great point. And, you know, I was doing some research for this game, specifically talking about Roquan Smith and the level of his impact in this game and what he's been able to do particularly well. And I was looking at this specifically for the running game, but I think this applies as well in terms of scrambling quarterbacks like Mahomes tends to do. Obviously, he's not Lamar Jackson. But he can rip off that 25-yard scramble, keep plays alive. What Roquan Smith has been able to do is really limit plays on the outside. These running backs have not been able to get the edge and really turn up field on either side this season. That's what Isaiah Pacheco does particularly well, and I think that's going to be a key mismatch here where Roquan Smith can come in side to side and really limit the outside run game, but also limit those extending plays from Mahomes, him moving on the outside, kind of turning up field, keeping those plays alive with his legs. I think Roquan Smith could actually be a key factor in stopping that as well as the run. Pacheco, by the way, we mentioned earlier, not practicing today with Kansas City. And, you know, Edwards Alaire, just not the same kind of, you know, guy out there. It's uh, Tyler Selva from CBS Sports. Uh, by the way, a lot of points in both games. Uh, we like to gamble on these. Uh, a lot of points in both. Hit the over. Yeah, I, I think so. I think more in the Detroit and San Francisco game. I don't know so much in that game with the, with the Baltimore Ravens and Kansas City Chiefs. I actually think that you might be able to keep the Chiefs around 20 
And I think that could do it. I mean, you just look at what this Ravens team has been able to do defensively at home this season. They've, they've been dynamite. And if I, like I'm saying, if Kyle Hamilton shuts down Travis Kelsey, I don't know which way they go with Patrick Mahomes. I thought Rasheed Rice was a little hobbled in that game last week. He didn't look 100%. So if all of a sudden you have the top wide receiver not 100%, Travis Kelsey blanketed by Kyle Hamilton, you can't run the football because you have Roquan Smith in the middle of that defense, they might have some problems scoring. Right, unless, uh, you know, Valdez Scanley starts pulling stuff out of his tuchus like he did last week. Yeah. By the way, Ravens Chiefs, it's 44 and a half, so 24-21 would put you over, and it's 50 and a half for 49ers Lions. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think you go over there with the Lions. Tyler, I want to ask you this, because this is down the road for us. So Obviously, we're in Atlanta, and, you know, we're searching for a new head coach, but I know you're all over the league and, and watching this. Do you think executives around the league view Justin Fields as a franchise-caliber quarterback? Because a lot of people here believe that whoever gets this job, that might be in the offering. And the Bears, if they decide to move on from him, they're not getting a first-round pick in return, right? That's a second or third. But what's the view there? What do you hear about Justin? Yeah, I think that he can be a quarterback that you win with. I I don't know if you want to talk – you know, when we talk about franchise quarterback – it's kind of a, a, a wide array of what that could mean. Does that mean he is Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen? I don't know if he's in that, you know, has the ceiling to get there, but I think he's certainly in that echelon, in that category of you could easily get to an NFC title game with him. I think that if you build a roster like what we're seeing in Detroit and in San Francisco, if you build rosters around these quarterbacks that may not be those elite, elite guys, you can still make it very deep into the playoffs. And I think that Justin Fields has that talent that you could build a team around him that caters to his strengths and gets to a point where you are seriously deep in a playoff run. So I do believe that that's possible for a guy like him. And, and as you're, you're pointing out there, I think that Atlanta's a great spot for him. Obviously, they're looking for a quarterback. Right. And the Chicago, yeah, you would, in all other situations, you probably would keep that guy around. You, it's kind of a rare instance where you have this top number one overall pick and where you're picking, there's a generational quarterback prospect in there. You probably lean that way, especially if you're going to re, you know, redo the whole offense with a new offensive coordinator in Chicago. Obviously, Matt Eberflus is staying. So they're kind of in a weird spot. And a guy like Justin Fields typically would stay with an organization like that. But if he shakes loose, yeah, that's a team. Atlanta, I feel like you could bring in for less than a first-round pick. Mm-hmm. And there is an upside there where – you could certainly have that quarterback for the next four, five, six, seven years. One last thing, uh, Tyler, we're with you. Now that would all dependent on getting the right coach, too. If you got a guy like Harbaugh in here, which maybe seems like a pipe dream, man, that would be something. What is Kirk Cousins going to command in free agency if he does test? Because I know guys are making 45, 50 mil. What's he gonna, it's the last time for him to cash in. What's it going to cost? Yeah, no, I think it's going to be around that if north of 40 per season. I don't think it's going to be a long contract, obviously, because where he is, in his career and his age and all of that. But I still think you're looking, I mean, listen, Daniel Jones is getting $40 million annually. I think everybody would rather Kirk Cousins at this point than Daniel Jones. So you're going north of 40. You're looking at 45. And I don't know if you're knocking on the door at 50, but you're talking about a guy in Kirk Cousins who's been very savvy with his contracts throughout his career. And so you're going to be looking at guaranteed money, and it's not going to be one of these contracts where, oh, yeah, you're going to find, oh, it's $50 million annually. But really, if you look past that, you trim the the salary cap, this, that, and the other, it's really not that bad. It's going to be a significant financial investment for whatever team takes him on, whether it's Atlanta or you go down the list of these quarterback-needy teams. 
you're going to have to fork over some money for Kirk Cousins for sure. Tyler, this just in, the Dolphins and Vic Fangio have mutually agreed to part ways. He was the D.C. for one season. The whole notion was you were going to pair a veteran guy, okay, with a first-time head coach in Mike McDaniel. Do you know what happened there? What's going on? Anything? Yeah, you know, it's just coming down now, just trying to process it in real time. Interesting, because it's one of those things you say, okay, you know, all right, you thought that he was going to come in and kind of fix this this defense, and one of the reasons why I like them to possibly win the division this year, and obviously came came ridiculously close, came to last week, I, I do find it to be just, again, instant kind of gut check. Wow, kind of a missed opportunity because you had all the pieces in place Jalen Ramsey you acquire in the offseason, all of a sudden he gets hurt, misses the first chunk of the year. Down the stretch, you lose guys like Bradley Chubb and go down the list. And it felt like the pieces were there, but they never really came to fully see the puzzle. And so we'll see what happens. Obviously, see what, you know, maybe it's a, a situation where another opportunity comes about. Maybe that's what he's probably looking at. It remains to be seen. But ultimately, just from the big picture, Miami tenure for Vic Fangio, kind of a missed opportunity because all of those injuries. Yeah, they averaged out just about 12 points a game their last three games, including the playoffs. That offense sputtered. I know everybody wants to get on Fangio, but you're right. Hey, we got 20 seconds. Is it Belichick? Is it Harbaugh? Or none of the above for Atlanta? I would say none of the above. I don't necessarily think it's Bill Belichick because if you're the Atlanta Falcons, I almost look at it from a Bobby Slowick standpoint. If you're going to bring in a young quarterback like Justin Fields or draft somebody at number eight if they fall to you, I'd much rather have the young, offensive-minded guy than a dude like Harbaugh or mm. Belichick who kind of wants to blow it up and do it his own way. Cool. Great stuff, Tyler. Appreciate you as always, man. Uh, and read his stuff, guys. CBS Sports. Take care, Tyler. Enjoy the games. Thank you. Some good stuff there, man. And I know uh, the point we talked about, the uh, linebacker battles at Hamilton we were talking about, d up on Travis right. Kelsey in the, in the Ravens game. That'll be a hell of a matchup. And Kelsey, remember, he snapped that uh, game, I guess it was nine, ten games without a touchdown against Buffalo. It seemed like forever. And he said, what has he got, like a gazillion touchdowns in his playoff appearances. But yeah, if you can't get those guys together, I just don't think, as he said, you can rely on some of those other Chiefs uh, receivers, can you? <laughs> no. I, uh, I want to see what adjustments are made and how they attack the pressure that the Ravens are going to bring because the Ravens have more sacks than anybody. Listen, the Eagles didn't win the world, the, uh, the Super Bowl last year and they, they own the sack world mm. against this chiefs team. And Mike, the biggest play in the Super Bowl was what Patrick Mahomes scramble, right? Right. I mean, that's, that's the play that you go. How is this going to play out on Sunday? Is he able to escape that? Right. Pick up 20, 25 yards, and maybe that's the difference in the game. The numbers I was looking for. Look at the numbers. Kelsey, 18 scores for his postseason career. Third on the all-time behind Emmett, Thurman Thomas, tied, and then Jerry Rice. So how that for a league company, man? Hey, coming up, your chance to chime in with our last call. Now, Mike and I, we have crazy fun discussions. But this one was pretty fun as well. Yesterday, the headline from ProFootballTalk.com said, Chargers and Harbaugh within striking distance. Which made me chuckle because I watch a lot of TV because I only work five hours a day. And that's one of the worst movies you'll ever see. Bruce Willis as a police river cop. And who knew there was such dangerous stuff going on at the confluence? I'm throwing all these girls in the river. (laughs) (laughs) And who's the actor that was like hamming it up as his brother? Who's the best cop now? Uh, Sarah Jessica Parker's in it. So anyway, it's it's the arguably it's the worst Bruce Willis movie, which brings us to tonight's last call. 404-726-0929. Your favorite actor's worst movie. I can throw off the top of my head, Sylvester Stallone. Stop or my mom will shoot. Oh, I thought you were going to say Cobra. Wait, hold on. 
You're the disease. I'm the cure. <laughs> That's terrible. I think uh, Schwarzenegger's got a couple that come to mind. Your favorite actor's worst effort on the big screen. Tonight's Last Call. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. And for last call. One last call for alcohol. Your chance to chime in on the biggest stories of the day. 404-726-0929. The Chargers are within striking distance. Go watch that Bruce Willis movie. Tell me you get through that. You get through 45 minutes, man. You deserve a medal. That movie is horrible. Now, speaking of this, they are really not because if they were, the deal probably would have been done. Harbaugh's supposed to interview with us tomorrow. No new news to report there. Uh, Vrabel interviewing with the Falcons today. We'll see where all this goes. Be here tomorrow, 2 o'clock. All right. But tonight's last call is a pretty easy one, Mike. Yeah, man. So the best actor, your favorite actor in his worst movie, whether you just felt it was terrible or the critics didn't like it or it didn't make any loot, it was a Hollywood flop. Yeah. So, I mean, we were just talking during the commercial break, and I'm, we all love Schwarzenegger. I mean, the movie Junior. Remember that one where he's a scientist and he is a man that has a baby? Danny DeVito. You remember that one, Oren? It's terrible. Well, it wasn't Twins. No, Twins is okay. Twins is okay. Twins is okay. I mean, I know Raw Deal gets like, I think like 36% on Rotten Tomatoes. I always get a kick out of it because his accent is so, you know, he's still doing Schwarzenegger. He's like, what brings you to Chicago? The flow of the blow. (laughs) 404-726-0929. Chris, you're on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Hey, man, what's the worst movie your favorite actor? Hey, man. Hey, man. Hey, man. 
Hey, one of my favorite actors, uh, and enjoyed a lot of his movies. But when he hopped in the Batmobile, he was not that deal. Mr. George Clooney is Batman. Yes. Uh-uh. Yeah, it was <laughs> he, the great pull. He admits it in subsequent interviews that he was not ready for that role, and it was not good. And he was literally just doing the George Clooney cool thing as Batman. True. Yeah. Hey, nope. Freeze. <laughs> it was bad. Terrible. Schwarzenegger was freezing that one, too, by the way. Uh, James, you're on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. James, worst movie, favorite actor. Uh, favorite actor, Harrison Ford, worst movies, Star Wars, Episode 7, 8, and 9. Wow. Yeah, I, I don't like this new ones, but I, I like bringing them back from the nostalgia standpoint. I was going to say the Harrison Ford movie with Anne Heche. Where they, where they get marooned on an island? What, oh, what was that called, Oren? I remember that. Yeah. I mean, I w- before I would go down the Star Wars road. It was, yeah, it was supposed to be an action flick. And, it, and he was seven six days. Six days, seven nights, he gets marooned on yeah. an island with Anne Hage. Yeah. Seven days. Yeah. <laughs> Jay, try watching. Uh, it was tough. I agree. Sweet. What's your uh, favorite actor's worst movie, Sweet? Hey, man. That Harrison Ford movie you just mentioned was, uh, I think, you know, one of the worst, but. Uh, the one that I'm going to pick is one that had both Tam, Tom Hanks and uh, Julia Roberts in it, the Larry Crown movie. Yeah. Um, Bad movie. I, that was not cool. Bad yeah. Anyway, uh, love the show, guys. Yeah. Did you watch the one where Tom Hanks, I mean, usually everything Tom Hanks does just knocks it out of the park. good. Yeah. I've been seeing it a lot on, on, on cable. The one where he plays like a, like a, like a Steve Jobs kind of guy with mm. the, the technology. I hadn't seen it. Yeah. That's, you had, nobody's seen it. It's terrible. Yeah. Yeah, look it, look it up on the yeah, it's it's awful. It's no, it's no Turner and Hooch. No. Hey Brian, you're on Sports Radio 929 the game. Hey man. Hey guys, how you doing? Good man, hey, how man. you doing, Brian? Hey, good. I got a story for you real quick from my favorite actor, Clint Eastwood, the worst movie, Bronco Billy. Yeah. You know, wow. it's it's an artsy kind of film because and at the time, especially if you're I remember my dad took me to see that, and you're expecting Clint Eastwood, and he's playing a guy who's doing like a Wild West show with a bunch of nitwits, and you know, he's he's not Clint. You want Clint to be Clint all the time. He he plays you know, one role. Yes, he plays one. Yeah, role. but it's tough. It's tough. You're right. You want you go, you're a kid. All right, he's gonna get. Why is he playing a loser? <laughs> <laughs> he's playing one role. <laughs> hey, Sean, you're up next on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Sean, favorite actor, worst movie. Hey man. Hey man. Uh, favorite actor by far, Will Smith. Hmm. And I can't pick After Earth because, by default, I can't pick that one because I haven't seen it. It's bad. But the one that they shot down in Covington, uh, Gemini Man, I, I did not like it. Yeah, Gemini Man was I terrible. didn't like it either. This just in, guys. Orin, turn the music down. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Chargers hired Jim Harbaugh to be their oh. next coach. They used us as leverage, brother. It just broke. Dang it. He was scheduled to be here to interview tomorrow. He is off the board. Harbaugh is back in the NFL, and oh. the Chargers hire Jim Harbaugh to be their next coach. Oh, buzzkill. That All was right. my guy, man. And I, I guess, that, real quick, did that put Belichick back in play? Or was Harbaugh ever really, truly the option for us, or was it window dressing? I think it was window dressing. Okay. Because, I mean, I was thought I it was, think it was window dressing. I wanted it because it was so not what we expect here in Atlanta because it's not what we do here in Atlanta, and they didn't do it. Uh, Yeah. That is just literally breaking as we speak. Harbaugh is leaving Michigan to accept the head coaching job at the Los Angeles Chargers. Um, And as far as this interview that was supposed to happen, it's not happening, obviously. 
But this is what we said. And, and remember, we started the show today, and, and Turtle's coming up. Chris has got you at 7 o'clock here, and, and we'll find out what he's got going on here in just a second. But we started the show today, and I'm looking back, Mike, and we said today Harbaugh was supposed to interview with us today, and they allegedly pushed it back. Right. This is why. Yeah, so for guys out there, and I tweeted it earlier that Harbaugh was using us for leverage a la Parcells back in whatever that was, 2010. Yeah, it happens. Now the question is, now, or now that Harbaugh is out of the box, I don't want Belichick. Now Ben Johnson and really – Ben Johnson and Slowick are the guys I'd like. Just off the top of my head, how do you feel, by the way, about this? You still lean – I mean, I, I don't know. I, Belichick, by the way, the fact that maybe no one's calling him is maybe that's been a wake-up call for Arthur, perhaps, we can hope. Yeah, I, I think mm-hmm. they like a couple of guys. I don't mm-hmm. know if anybody's favored over one uh, each other yet. I still want to see what, Slovic, what comes out of Slovic's second, right. second interview tomorrow. There's so many young coaches, guys, as we said. You know, the Chris well, Chris uh, joins us right now. Turtle is going to be doing mm-hmm. his own thing tonight. I can't wait to hear what you got to say about all this breaking story. But, you know, the, uh, the Slowick is a guy, if you look at McDaniel, very similar track, you know, as far as – and young guys, what, the most longest tenured coach now is what, like four years, five years? It's like the third or fourth most longest tenured behind Andy Reid. Yeah, and outside, Tomlin Andy, yeah and outside of Andy Reid. It's so funny, guys. I came in here to talk about Flubber, and now we're talking <laughs> about Jim Harbaugh. By the way, the Tom Hanks movie was The Circle. Oh, Thank okay. You. Yes. So I haven't seen it's it. Terrible. Yeah, seen not it. good. Uh, yeah. Listen, I'm fine with this because I think there are still enough good candidates out there that you're not going to go from A to Z, meaning your home run hitting to striking out at the plate and being absolutely lost in terms of finding a head coach. Mm. I am worried, though, Mike. The hoodie's back in play. Yes. <laughs> no, that's right. Got me in timeout. You're going to pay for this. All of you. All of you are going to pay for this. I'm curious. I sure hope it's a young up-and-comer, but, yeah, I don't know how this – as you said, Carl might have nailed that maybe Harbaugh was never truly an option for us. It was just, you know, they're just doing their due diligence. You will now need restroom tokens to enter the bathrooms at Flowery Branch because Harbaugh uh, gave Bill Belichick all that leverage. Well, That's the problem. Hey, we'll see. Mm. All right, guys, we are back tomorrow. Plenty to dive into. Stay tuned. Turtle mm. will get you caught up on the latest, but this is just breaking as we're going off today. And, again – I told you about that that coaching pool, that circle. Take another guy out. Mm. Orin, let's get out of here and clear our throat. Dukes and Bell are wrapping up another show, so it's time for Let Me Clear My Throat on Sports Radio 92.9 oh! The Game. Hey, tomorrow we're going to talk to our buddy Michael Rothstein. Also, Ovi Mahaley's going to stop by. We're all about the Falcons and where they go. Is a hire going to happen in the next couple mm. of days? Again, we are Rooney Rule compliant. They can hire right now if they want to. Right. We'll see if something happens. Uh, also, Ernie uh, Williams, right? Ernie Williams? Is it Ernie or Aaron? Ian. Ian Williams, excuse me, is going to join us. Former 49er lineman, Mike. Okay. He's going to help us break down 49ers Lions. Uh, he's with our sister station down there in Orlando, but he is a guy that's familiar with that team. We're trying to give you all the angles, and we will continue to do that as we lead up to Sunday's matchups. Hey, Big O, great job. Filling in. I feel weird looking at Turtle and going, filling in for Turtle, who's yeah. not here. Actually, he's here. But good job, man. Executive producing the day and uh, running the board. Mike Bell, we got to get out of here. Tomorrow, guys, more news could break. Andy Randy, you're not lying. Right. All the news breaks on this show. When news breaks, we're here to pick up the pieces. Right. Dukes and Bell. It's just kind of what it is. Mike Bell, get out of here, man. Clear your throat. Hey, man. At the end of the show yesterday, we learned about the uh, Hall of Fame class uh, for 2024. And certainly, guys, we talked with Grant McCauley. Deserved the numbers. And Adrian Beltre. You can make the argument for Helton. Joe Maurer. Who didn't make it? One of my faves, uh, Gary Sheffield. Mm. Uh, 500 home runs. 2,500 hits. 292 career 
won a World Series with the Marlins, played his ass off everywhere he went. When does the statute of limitations eventually wear off for the steroid guys? Obviously, you know, you think about Roger Clemens and Barry Bonds, but, I mean, to me, Sheffield, I, that guy never loafed. That guy never quit. That guy was and only two years here in Atlanta. I'm telling you, that guy deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. Did you say tickets went up? Uh, yes, $160 for me. Falcons, you better get this right. Hey, if you love the show. <laughs> you tell your friends. If you don't. Yeah, you'd order the Harbaugh shirt. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 